morning and welcome to this week's serving of Mickey Waffles, a Disney podcast where we cover everything from parks, movies and merchandise. My name is Sinead. My name's Kate. Hi guys. How's it going? I'm good, KP. How are you? Oh, you know, same as last week. <laughs> Everything's exactly the same. <laughs> Literally nothing has changed. <laughs> no. But sure, we're here. Yeah. And we're here to talk to the lovely people that listen. And whether that be a good or a bad thing, who knows? <laughs> there we go. Uh, yeah, I feel like I did something this week and was like, oh, that's a Disney thing. I'll be able to talk about that. But I actually don't think I did. I mean, you did the quiz. Oh, yeah. And I won. Hey. Still waiting for Craig to contact me about my t-shirt. <laughs> Were you supposed to have won a t-shirt? Yeah, there was talk of the winners getting a t-shirt, but then all of a sudden once I won, it was the top two got a t-shirt. Who came second? I can't remember. I actually don't think I knew anybody else that was playing. Oh, okay, fair. <laughs> we know Craig listens. Yep, Craig, hit me up about my t-shirt. Is does it, is that strictly a K-Times t-shirt or what's going on? Oh my God, it should totally <laughs> be a K-Times t-shirt. Yeah, there was, there was talk of like, like a, making a t-shirt that's like I went to K-Tams and all I got was this t-shirt or something like that brilliant yeah and I was like I'll take that like I don't mind <laughs> what were the questions like yeah they were some of them were really difficult some of them were pretty easy uh they started with Walt Disney World questions that I either guessed or really didn't know the answer to and then it took a sudden dirt tur- turn. It took a sudden turn <laughs> to like decom movies and a lot oh, of Disney Channel okay. questions. And so then I was like, "Oh, hello, KP's time <laughs> to shine." Like one of the questions was, um, "I'll give you one question." One of the questions was, "What is Goofy's profession in a Goofy movie?" And I was like, "Photographer." Boom. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And then there was a then it turned like heavily decom, and I was like, "Fuck, I know the answers to all these questions because they did it on Twitch." So it was like um, a four. You had multiple choice out of four questions, but it was a timer as well. So the quicker you answered, the more points you got. Oh, kind of like a hoot. It was it kind of like a hoot. <laughs> Have you played with Kahoot before? Is that a thing? Yes. Yeah. It's basically I've quick. Seen Kahoot. You get you get yeah. more yeah. points oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, quicker. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There we go. Yeah, so, but also, if you got it wrong, you lost that many points. Oh, shit. Yeah, so you couldn't just go around guessing willy-nilly. But if you didn't guess at all, you didn't lose any points. Oh, so did some people just, like, sit out? Well, yeah, like, once I figured that out, I was like, oh, if I don't know the answer, don't answer. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, you have more hope of actually getting gaining points then. Um... But yeah, it was it was fun. I enjoyed it. Good. It was it was quite funny when I was recording with um the lads yesterday. Uh, Mr. D was like, "Has Kate, has Kate been to Disney World?" And I was like, "No." And he was like, "That's impressive. She knows an awful lot about it for someone that's <laughs> never been." And I was like, "This is what happens when you just longingly want to yeah. go for so many years and can't." Pretty much. To be fair, like a lot of sometimes the sometimes the hardcore Disney questions I don't know. Like all those like Epcot questions like which pavilions are next and 
which is the tallest this and all this sort of stuff. Well, to be honest, one of the questions was how tall is Cinderella's castle? And I guessed that just from the options. And then two questions later, there was how big is the Epcot ball? And I, my power of deduction stated that it would be like slightly shorter than the castle from like how I've seen it. And then I was right. <laughs> so I was like, to be fair, those were just like more like educated guesses. <laughs> oh, fair, fair. Well, you did you did the Mickey Waffles brand proud. Yeah. I, I was supposed to join, but if I'm going to be brutally honest, I had a complete mental breakdown on Friday about lockdown and just not seeing people. So I made myself a, a fake Halloween in January. I mean, that's completely fair. <laughs> Why so, not? Yeah. Would, would highly recommend, if lockdown's getting to you, just like have a mini version of your favourite holiday. Would highly recommend. Mini Christmas! <laughs> telling you put on my hocus pocus jammies i watched hocus pocus i had some banshee bones i was living my best life there you go look at that it was a good time so anything else fun or interesting oh. at the excuse me sorry very burpy this evening um i pre-ordered so stupid but funko came out with one division funko pops i don't know if you've seen them um and they have the black and white version of vision and wonder from like the first episodes and i just fucking loved them i was like these are great like i said to myself a while ago that i wasn't ever gonna buy any more funko pops because i was like i think i'm done like i like the ones i have but then you know nice ones come out again and you're like but this is why i buy funko pops to represent me (laughs) so um i'd seen them on instagram and stuff of like people getting them in america and everything and it actually came up as a as a sponsored instagram post that gamestop ireland were doing pre-orders for them and i was like yeah fuck it come up come here to me <laughs> i've seen pictures i've seen pictures of them i've i've seen pictures of the 50s ones but then i also saw pictures of the halloween ones and i'm like oh i was just about to say did you tempting. see the one with the vision and he's got the little pumpkin trick-or-treat bag yeah i'm real tempted <laughs> i'm but again, much like you, I have no room. Like I, I've, I've filled all my Funko Pop shelves. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. And I'm drastically running out of space. And I told myself that I wasn't going to buy anymore. Except there's like specific ones that if they ever release them, I'll, I'll get them. One mm-hmm. which, which is Danny from Hocus Pocus. The Heather's. Like if they did like a set of the Heather's. Why they haven't, I don't know. Because Heathers have really, like, bloomed in popularity again in the past, like, two years. Legit, though. Like, the musical has just, like, skyrocketed again. I would love a little set of the Heathers. Um, Yeah, and to be fair, that's probably about it. But the Wanda and Vision are very cute, and I love a spooky Funko Pop. WandaVision, WandaVision. Whilst we're on WandaVision, what did you think of the latest episode? I loved it. Oh yeah, same. Now, I also love all of the memes that are coming along with it. With like the first three episodes of casual Marvel fans being like, "What division? Terrible. This is so bad. Where's the punches? Where's the Marvel?" And then episode 4 come along and then being like, "I love One Division." Stop. <laughs> it's something um I think I think it was actually Craig earlier um sent in a screenshot. So he got a like marketing email from Disney Plus being like here here's another trailer about about one division and it kind of seems to be that people just aren't 
there's a group of people anyways that just aren't getting it and just don't understand the concept of it and it's almost like disney are kind of having to now spoon feed it to people yeah and like like really explain it and i'm just like and then there's me that's uh, i think you're the same like i'd quite happily watch a full season of the 50s episodes and then have a full season of the 60s and just for it to go like i'd quite happily do that but there's other people that just don't seem to appreciate just how good it is it's just phenomenal like um there is a podcast oh fyi if you guys are looking for podcasts there's this podcast called the weekly planet and these two guys in australia and they're so funny (laughs) and they talk about like a wide range of nerdy things like everything from dc to marvel to doctor who to comic books to to everything okay um they're just they're quite funny but these guys did um a little quick review of one division and so basically i actually think i've forgotten the point of why i started this i think i got distracted by how excited i am about the weekly planet yeah no i know it's about one division but I, they said something <laughs> and that's what i wanted to mention and i think i've forgotten it now i think it was more so that like uh now that we've seen episode oh i remember what i was gonna say i, I brought it around i brought it back to myself by talking um that there's a sort of like a small argument as to should they have put this explainer episode as episode four or could they have left it a little bit longer and there's they were kind of talking and they were like well personally like them two and probably us two as well we could have probably happily gone another two episodes without there being any form of like explanation like tip coming out of like the thing but when you look at a lot of viewers who don't know what the fuck's going on yeah this was probably more so the saving grace for them to be like no look it is marvel come here to me (laughs) let me show you (laughs) now i did enjoy that i did enjoy where it was but it was like it was nice to have every single theory so far that we've seen confirmed <laughs> to be like oh it is this and it is this and oh and oh it is that what that's what's happening uh but i would have also happily had them leave it a couple more episodes as well yeah me too but i i guess like whilst we get it there are an awful lot of people that it's just they just they don't get it they don't understand it like they expect marvel to be this and this being so wildly outside the box compared to everything else that Marvel makes, I I don't know if I get why people just can't seem to think outside the box. I don't know if I'm quite on that wavelength, but I understand that people aren't getting it. You don't understand why people don't have open minds. But yeah, it's almost like people's like, it, like <laughs> it just... And again, there was a whole kind of like conversation about this in like the group chat with the dads earlier. And I was like, I don't understand why people need to be spoon fed everything. Like people have to straight out the gate from episode one know everything that's going on. I'm just quite happy to just like just sit back and enjoy. Yeah, but But it's like I'm the weird one. I don't know. Yeah, but I don't know. I think it's like I don't know. Like the main demographic of people that watch Marvel don't like mysteries because it's basically a mystery. Like, you're basically watching, like, a mystery movie or a mystery show. Like, an overarching storyline of literally, like, any TV show ever with, like, a bad guy at the end. And being like, who is it? What's happening? 
who's this? What's that? Oh, will that be important? Basically like most TV shows. <laughs> but because it's Marvel, are people like, this is bullshit. Where's Iron Man? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just like, ugh, I don't know. Either way, I thoroughly enjoyed episode four. I always love when Kat Dennings shows up and things. I love yes. Kat Dennings. I think she is great. <laughs> I absolutely love her. So my mum was like, I was talking to my mum about it. She's, she's listening. Hi, mum. Uh, she was Hi, like, we were talking about it. It was fine. It was great. She was like, oh, episode four. It's great. It's start to answer questions, blah, blah, blah. And I was talking to her about Agent, Agent Wu and how he was in Ant-Man and um, Kat Jennings' character. And my mum was like, yeah, so the girl that owns the bakery, do you think she'll be in it more? And I was like, who? What? <laughs> I was like, oh. the girl. Yeah. Right. I was like the girl from Thor, and my mom was like, "Didn't she used to be on a Disney Channel show where they like owned a bakery?" And I was like, "She was on Two Broke Girls where they sold oh. cupcakes." <laughs> oh god! Oh, and my mom was like, her. "Yeah, yeah, I knew I seen her face somewhere," and I was like, "Yeah, maybe Kat Jennings will be written into the storyline more." <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny! That really got me. I was like, "What bakery?" I was like, "What movies have you been watching?" <laughs> That's so funny. Of all of the MCU, I don't remember there being a bakery movie. <laughs> no, funnily enough, not. That's that's they haven't quite reached that part of yeah. the MCU just yet. Close, but not quite. <sighs> it really got me. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that is that is comical. So, have you been watching? Have you been watching anything else this week? Anything else tickled your fancy? No, we finished. What were we watching? Oh, you finished the newsroom. We finished that a while ago. We started. We've started watching Person of Interest, not Disney, but okay, kind of interesting. I'll give you a quick synopsis of what it is. After nine eleven, this guy makes a computer program that can basically spy on everyone, and it anticipates terrorist attacks before they happen. Um, which is it's just great. That's what it's for. But it also identifies just like crimes and identifies murders and stuff that might happen. But Ooh. it marks those as like unimportant because the thing was made purely for like terrorist attacks. And so the guy who makes it builds a backdoor into his own system and then hires this hit guy who he's saving from something. And they go after all of these other people and try and save people's lives. Interesting. Ooh. I'm... Yeah, I'm getting there. To be about the first three episodes were all like individual stories, and we got to like the third episode, and I was like to Ed, I was like, does is there an overarching story somewhere? Because this it can't be like you know like monster a week kind of things. I was like, is this a killer a week? I was like, because I'll get bored. I was like, we know he's not gonna die. There's five seasons. <laughs> like, yeah. And Ed's yeah, like, like, no, yeah. there is an overarching story from episode four. I was like, okay, great. <laughs> We'll get there in the end. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, grand. We'll keep watching. So, um, but yeah, that's kind of it. Have you- oh, we watched Royal Rumble as well. Oh, was it any good? It was okay. <laughs> Sounds about right. It was. It was. It was fine. I mean, I, I was always as we were watching it. I was like, man, I forgot how much I like wrestling. But then I was like, I actually think the best way to watch wrestling is to be really in it for a year leave it for a year and then go back to it <laughs> because, okay like, so many things had changed I was interested again but I think when you follow it 
on a weekly basis you just get bored of it very quickly and the changes don't really mean anything to you but like yeah. over a year loads of things have changed and i was like oh wow look at that no look at him oh look at her <laughs> i was like that's not what they used to be but i still believe that bailey as this like badass bitch character is the worst thing in the entire <laughs> I just hate it. Yeah, I can't. It's I can't, so no. bad. Not not on board. She needs the, oh, what are they called? Wacky, wavy, wacky, wailing, inflatable, oh, flailing arm. The two f- men. inflatable arm things. I, I can never say it, but she needs them in her little mean. side pony. Yeah, it just doesn't, she's just awful. She goes around like screaming and I was like, Dad, Ed was like, she wants to be Rhea Ripley, but her mum won't let her be. So. What? Rhea Ripley? No, I know who Rhea Ripley is, but her mom won't let her. Like she's a like she's an angsty teen who wants to be Rhea Ripley, but her mum's like, "Well, you can wear these black three quarter length trousers and maybe cut your hair." Oh, okay, <laughs> yes, 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 I get you. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? She's like, "Well, you can go this far," <laughs> and Bailey's like, "Fine, whatever, mom." <laughs> oh Jesus. Yeah. it's like that and i Man. don't enjoy it but the, the men's royal rumble was exciting i was getting really annoyed towards the end and then i had it was a happy ending i was like wait i do um, enjoy the royal rumbles that's always a fun show who who won each of them uh edge won the men's oh good man after being injured for however long he was injured from having his coming back from a neck thing after all that time then the immediately breaking, breaking his, his shoulder, shoulder. Now he's, now he's back, back again. again. <laughs> good man, good man. And then Bianca, Bianca Blair. Is she the one with the long hair? The really long hair, yeah. Uh, it's yes, not her good. real hair. Upsettingly, I've seen her Instagram. It's an it's a it's a thing. She clips it in. You thought that was her real hair? I mean, might have been. Okay. She keeps it in a po- She keeps it in plots. That keeps it nice and strong. Okay. It's not her spoiler. Uh, she won. The women's, but it was up against her and Ray Ripley, and I really wanted Ray Ripley to win, but she, she didn't. Did. Dun, dun, dun. But as long as um, Charlotte Flair didn't win, I didn't care. Yeah. At one point, there was just too many white, tall, blonde women in the ring. I was like, "This is boring. <laughs> you all have the same shtick. <laughs> Can we move on, please?" <laughs> yeah. Plus, like Charlotte Flair has had enough opportunity. She didn't. She didn't need. Oh yeah. I'm so bored of her. I'm like, whatever. Yeah, cool. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Life's so hard for you. <laughs> Big yeah. freaking you. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, sorry. Have you anything? <laughs> um, I feel like all I've watched was, I watched WandaVision. Thoroughly enjoyed. Um, and then I've just been watching Drag Race. And honestly, I, I'm so, I'm so in love with Drag Race UK. It's just bloody great this season. I am thoroughly enjoying it. They had a design challenge this week that was great. It's fantastic. Would highly recommend. It's bloody hilarious. I'll get to it at some point. That's fair. That's fair. It's a it's a good time. I do enjoy. And I think that's probably about as much. Actually, I've already mentioned it to Kate. <laughs> but I mentioned last week that <laughs> Dinosaurs was going to go on to Disney+. Plus. Only went on to Disney+, Plus in fucking America. So I'm so sad because I was fully like buzzing to watch dinosaurs this weekend and then just couldn't because it didn't exist. And I'm real sad. You could about buy it. a VPN. I could, but that's an awful lot of effort. 
They're just not, they're not that expensive. Yeah, by just. And if you buy one, they're definitely secure. Yeah, true. Oh, I don't know. We'll see. Just, you know, how far do you want to go? Uh, so, yeah, I suppose after 20 minutes of nonsense, let's get Ooh. on with the news. <laughs> breaking news. Actual breaking news happened quite recently. Also, when you Google Disneyland Paris, three separate news articles come up with this. Uh, Disneyland Paris Pride has been cancelled along with Electroland I believe Uh, the event celebrating diversity and inclusion was originally scheduled for June 12th um, when Pride is Pride Month June Uh, we hope to see it next year in 2022 I mean it's no surprise that they've uh, cancelled these things Uh, regardless of how well we progress this year probably still shouldn't be doing these things until we reach New Zealand level of hope. <laughs> yeah, because like even like especially the likes of Pride and Electroland where they have a lot of like performances and like DJs and musicians and stuff like that where you're trying to condense a crowd into a short into a short into a small space. It's not a good idea. Whatever about whenever they can reopen the park and have yeah. people socially distance in queues and stuff. There is a reason why they're not doing the full parade. There is a reason why they're not doing fireworks. So it makes sense that they've cancelled these for this year. Um, Speaking of Disneyland Paris. So we mentioned whenever we mentioned that Disneyland Paris is going to stay closed again. So the Disneyland Paris annual pass validity dates have been extended to reflect the overall periods of closure last year and this year. Um, and you can they have a this is DLP report they have a link to where you can go and log in and check to see when your pass is valid till so I was like I should really actually check this because I had not a bloody clue so my pass I bought it on the 18th of October 2019 which I feel like that's wrong I wasn't in Disneyland Paris on the 18th of October oh because that's when my other one went my bad because I renewed it from the old one my bad anyways um and mine was meant to be valid until the 17th of february this year so that is obviously sans restriction so i logged in really easy to log in if you haven't done it all you need is the long number on your annual pass uh, card and then your last name that's it so my current validity uh, is up until tuesday the 21st of december 2021 I was kind of hoping it would like pitch over to 2022 because it would just be gas. But <laughs> depends if they're well, allowed to open in April or not. Yeah, I was just about to say, you never know. Like, they might have to close again. Yeah. <laughs> um, then speaking of while they're closed, they're actually using this time to their advantage, which I'm awfully surprised at. They're, I am shook. I am so surprised. So there has been some photos released from DLP Report of refurbishments currently in progress all over Disneyland Park. New themed umbrellas for several restaurants. Don't really get that, but I mean, I guess they'll look fresh. A full repaint of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Also fresh. Technical upgrades for a more comfortable ride on Indiana Jones. Very interested by that one. Yeah, I hope it's new. <laughs> I hope it's new. Restraints. I hope it's the clicky things. Mm, me too. Like Space Mountain and work on it's a small world fountain also great because that fountain is ick it is cracked (laughs) it is cracked and it is disgusting and it's brown where it's supposed to be blue (laughs) Ooh, nice i think it's interesting that snow white is getting a full repaint because obviously we had that announcement a good few weeks ago well it was seemingly from a year ago but still that they're completely changing snow white in california to remove all the scary things and we were like 
DLP? Are they going to change it? Clearly they are not. No, they're just going to paint what they have. Hey. Um, there's also just last bits of the refurbishment-ish, I think. Yes? No? Oh, oh there's a couple of them. Do you want me to just read them all? Yeah, sure. Go for it. Um, over at Buzz Lightyear Laser Blast, the full refurbishment is coming to an end, which I think is mad because I was like, man, Buzz is going to be closed for ages. No. <laughs> they're going to be closed for that time. <laughs> The roof, facade, and attraction are looking brand new with fresh paint, LED lighting, and even new, less cartoony graphic design at the entrance, which I'm kind of excited for. Sophistication? Ooh la la. Who is she? I don't know her. <laughs> um, then, what else? At Walt Disney Studios Park, the front lot repaving project is almost complete. Didn't know that was a thing. And the entire area will be covered in non-slip pavers. That's exciting. That's a good shout, to be fair. Because I don't it know rains what it, a lot. But I also I don't know what it is about DLP. And I'm sure it's just <laughs> France in general. But like eh, the morning time, it doesn't matter what time of year it is. It is fucking freezing in the morning <laughs> and it's always oh, real yeah. slippy. So It must be, it must Paris. be Paris. Yeah. Or Chessy. Uh and also the the hotels are just moving along. The facade refurbishment to Sequoia Lodge is still going. Um, there's a remodeled lakeside entrance over at Newport Bay. And the lighthouse has been finished. Who cares? Doesn't do anything. Um, the resort has also confirmed that the town square gazebo has been completely removed and is being replaced by a similar design made of weatherproof composite materials. I, Why is it not um, weatherproof in the first place? Because DLP. Because that gazebo is definitely from opening day where they were cutting corners left, right, right and centre. And we're like, want to make it a straw? Yeah, sure, go on. Who cares? Just get it up there. Come on, snip snap. <laughs> Remember, it's, yeah. it's the Zeisner we're talking about. True. Um, so yeah, they're like all the recent updates that are happening to Disneyland Paris Parks. There's, which is great. There's one last one. I think the pictures went in backwards. But... um. Oh, Pinocchio sorry. is also getting repainted soon. So all the all the dark rides will be looking beautiful. I mean, I guess just make them better. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I quite like, like I I quite like Pinocchio and Snow White. They're not rides that I like would cute. Like if they're a ten minute wait, sure I'll go on it. But any longer than that, I wouldn't bother. Oh yeah, no, me either. To be fair. So another ongoing construction project is cast member housing complexes i'm not even going to try to say that because me and french don't go well Le there we go this opening day residence is in the process of being demolished and rebuilt with 600 modern studios and campus style services for an improved quality of life so there you go where do they live while they're being demolished who knows kp interesting question right Mm. Um, and that's it for Disney Paris news, which, to be honest, was quite a lot. <laughs> More DLP news than we've had in quite a while, to be fair. Yeah, considering it's closed for a fucking year. Uh, then moving stateside, uh, I'm gonna go with the way you put them in. Celebrate soulfully in February at Walt Disney World Resort. Uh, beginning in February, Walt Disney World Resort will unveil several new experiences inviting you to celebrate soulfully with us here at the most magical place on earth. Coinciding with and extending beyond February's Black History Month, these offerings honour black heritage and culture through music, food, art and more. Oh, that sounds fun. Just on this, so if you go on to, because I forgot to include it, if you go on to Shop Disney US, 
and they've actually done a kind of like collaboration on a whole range of soul apparel and they've kind of done it in collaboration with a bunch of different black artists so there's one called b harris there's a guy called arrington porter bianca pastel and then Corey van loo so they've all kind of taken a different <gasps> these are cool it. they're really really nice and um, so they've all kind of taken a different aspect of the character or a different aspect of the movie and kind of done their own take on it they are beautiful i love the one with all the women on the back yeah it's fab 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 Big fab fan. yeah so if you haven't had a look pop onto the shop disney website and have a look at them because they are beautiful and they've kind of explained a little bit behind their designs and why they've done them that way and stuff is nice cool 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 big fan big big fan um now what i know what way i sent them into the group but let me find them so <laughs> this year is the 30th anniversary of disney vacation club <laughs> also on shop disney us you can get oh what did i see last night you can get these ridiculous like bedazzled dvc you can get a necklace that says dvc member or you can get cufflinks that say dvc member that are also bedazzled um, I think the cufflinks are two hundred dollars. I can't remember how much the necklace Holy is. Holy shit! Yeah, but I mean, if you if you've got DVC, you probably got, got the DVC, money for it. So that's fine. Suppose, yeah. Um, you can also get T-shirts that you can get customized with your different family names and whatever you may possibly may possibly want. There's also some additional little kind of selfie areas and stuff like that that are going to be about the parks, so that you can, I don't know, show off that you're a DVC member. I don't know. Um, if you want to know more about DVC, we have done a whole episode on it. We will leave that linked in the show notes. It's a, it's, it's a thing. People, people, it exists. People really like it. There you go. Yeah. Um, the next thing on the list is Disney Plus with Star. I'm going to leave that and come back to it at the end. Uh, go Because I feel it. like it's a more exciting thing to talk about. Uh, one thing that you know we love to talk about is COVID-19. Uh, <laughs> in Walt Disney World... Uh, they've released a new physical distancing rule for larger parties. And I know what you're thinking. Walt Disney World's been like, you can stand closer together. Uh, actually, no. Uh, the new statement posted on the site states that parties larger than 10 people should split into smaller groups to allow for increased physical distancing. I mean... No bad thing. Oh, cool. actually, one thing, that I couldn't, <laughs> one thing that I couldn't find a news story for, for whatever reason, but the dad's mentioned it last night they have also updated their their mask policy to include masks that have a clear panel on your mouth for people that need asl and i was like (laughs) we love accessibility what universal design communication for all i know right it was funny though because mr d was like but why would you need it with a with a thing i was like i know (laughs) (laughs) like i'm aware (laughs) Um, well, that's great. That's really good. Uh, do you know what I hate? Do you know what? what I hate? What? Are those masks that are little pieces of plastic. Oh, the little shields that aren't but a face the, shield. They're, they're not a mouth the face shields. shield. Yeah, just, oh, just to above your lip. Just, just your physical mouth area. I fucking hate them. Do you know what I saw over the weekend? I saw a man wearing a mask that was like literally only covering his nose. And it was, wow. it, was it, it was it was only wide enough 
took over his nose. And I was like, why are you bothering? What? It was That's so funny. strange. It was so goddamn strange. I was like, That's actually you, quite funny. you need to know. Um, something that I'm very excited about and I'm bloody buzzing to go there whenever I can go to Florida is Gideon's and their ridiculous over the top cookies. But they have a new cookie, especially for Valentine's Day, which is called the Eternal Flame. We love it. Um, so it is a dark chocolate cookie laced with ancho, cayenne and cinnamon and topped with chocolate covered cherries. I would give this a go. This sounds tasty. Do you like spicy food? Yeah. Oh. Now don't get me wrong. I'm still a complete wuss when it comes to spicy food. But I would be down to try this. Plus I like the I like know. chili chocolate combo. And I yeah, love cherries. I don't, I don't know how, sorry, I don't know how spicy ancho is. I don't know what ancho is. I don't think I've ever heard of Ancho before. Mm, makes me worry. But um, Disney Food Blog <laughs> posted about it and it looks class. And it looks like there's like red glitter all over it. It's very pretty. Oh, yeah. Big fan. Oh, it looks Gotta... dense. If you like scroll down, you can see what the inside of it looks like. Damn. The She's spicy thick. flavor of the cayenne and Ancho are balanced out by the sweetness from the chocolate and tart cherries, making this cookie a home run in our books. Oh, it sounds very well balanced, to be honest. Yeah. And you can also, so Gideon's, you can buy these ridiculous mammoth sized cookies, but you can also then get little pots of frosting to dip your ridiculously giant cookie in just, just to make it that slight, slight little bit more unhealthy. Just for good measure. And the thing is, you know, you do it as well. <laughs> oh, thousand percent. Fuck it. Give it to me. <laughs> like hook it up to my veins. I'm, I'm good. Uh, and then the final thing before we talk about Disney plus uh sorcerers of the magic kingdom is gone to bye bye yeah uh, if anyone doesn't know it's like this um treasure hunt card game thing that you could do in walt disney world i i guess it's really good if you're an annual pass holder because it takes a while to do and you're basically just wandering around looking for other bits on a map and you get these like interactive cards that you like tap to things and do things with and these pictures that look like pictures turn into screens and characters come and talk to you and that kind of stuff uh it's it's gone <laughs> she 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 gone bye bye she did just <laughs> just big taking more more fun out of the parks but um one one last thing that somehow we both missed is there's there's a new opening date for the brand new m&m store in disney springs can you tell you know that we what? have feck all time for news not time for news I we have feck all news <laughs> I saw that and was like, yay. I know. <laughs> it's opening. Oh, it's already opened. It opened on January 30th. Uh, so September. Um, I've seen that. I've seen. Actually, now that I say that, I've seen pictures of it on Twitter. September. Not September. September. January. What? Oh, Sorry. <laughs> it opened on Saturday, January Oops. 30th at 10 a.m. I thought you were going somewhere else and you just like no. stopped your sentence. I was like, September what? No, no. My bad. <laughs> Um. Yeah, they. I mean, it's your standard M and M store. There's just like a wall of every color M and M you may ever possibly want, need, or care to contemplate. Uh, and I'm sure it's outrageously expensive. So if you want a load of M and Ms while you're in Disney Springs, have at it. Yeah. Do you know what pisses me off about M and M stores? Go for is it. that the only one that's easily accessible to me is in London. And all they sell are regular M&M's yeah. and peanut M&M's. Not peanut I can get runs. them here. Yeah. I can buy them. 
in a fan in a share bag for like two quid why the fuck don't you give me the fun flavors like peanut butter m&ms what is it about peanut butter m&ms that make them illegal in europe i don't know but they're (laughs) so so good the peanut butter m&ms the pretzel m&ms oh but like the m&ms world in uh london doesn't even sell like the crispy m&ms which are ones you can readily avail of in ireland and i'm like what the fuck i just hate it that's three floors Three floors of regular yeah, it's M&M's. massive. I hate... I could go on for days. Anyway. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I was about to say that's it for the news, but that's a lie. Because Star is coming to Disney Plus this February. This month. Woo-hoo! It's just around the corners, ladies and gentlemen. Just and they released a snazzy little uh, 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 drawing they made it really nice for people and they put all of the stuff that's going to be there day one into this star and put it up on Instagram and had people squinting their fucking eyes out trying to see what it says. Zooming. <laughs> Zooming in so tight. So there's a lot of things that we already knew about and some things that I'm like, wow, I didn't know they were coming. Uh, like Glee. All of Glee. There you go. Uh, all of Modern Family. Mm-hmm. Um, Buffy. We know we know Ben will be buzzing about that. Also, interesting. I'm interested to see if Buffy's going to come off Amazon then. Yeah. Uh, just telling Sinead, uh Three billboards outside Ivan, Missouri. Absolutely fantastic movie, but also wildly depressing. So just FYI on. <laughs> Proceed with caution. Yeah. Die Hard two and three, but not one. Um, I'll give you one more before I hand you over to Sinead. The favourite. Fantastic movie. Definitely R-rated. Not for children in the slightest. (laughs) So excited it's coming on to Disney Plus. (laughs) Okay, fair. Uh, I went through the list. So I'm I'm excited that Buffy's going on. And I feel like it'll maybe make me watch... Like actually fully commit to finishing Buffy this time. It's so easy to access next. Exactly. Plus. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I I'm hoping. Um, I Scream Queens is going on as well, which I again I feel like that's something I would enjoy. Um, and Sons of Anarchy. I love Sons of Anarchy when I watched it first. If you've not watched it, would highly recommend. Um, so I may give that a rewatch at some stage. And on the movies side of things, a movie that I've only watched in the last year but have absolutely become obsessed with is Ed Wood. Pretty sure I've mentioned it before. Old school 90s Johnny Depp. It's just great. Absolutely adore it. The Devil Wears Prada, which I only found out about a half an hour ago that Kate's never seen, which I... That needs to be rectified. <laughs> like, that's just... Oh, beautiful. And then... A, a, a slightly stranger movie that I bloody love is called White Men Can't Jump. Um, I remember being in one of my friend's houses when I was a teenager and it was like, you know when you stay over in your friend's house and then you're just like flicking through the TV stations at like 2am. We went on to Channel 4 and we ended up watching White Men Can't Jump and then we just all became completely, completely obsessed with it. Wow, I, okay. I don't even really necessarily know why, but it's great. <laughs> So I would highly recommend watching White Men Can't Jump. It's great. Um, there's something else there that I grabbed and I was like, oh wow, and now I can't remember it. Firefly! Oh, Firefly is meant to be good Firefly's and I've never good. seen it. There's only one season of it which people are really like. It was one of those, it's one of those shows that people get really annoyed that they didn't make more seasons of. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I get. I like Firefly. It's good. 
I get you. Oh, that was it. I read somewhere that um, what they do in the shadows was going to be on Star, and I couldn't figure out if it was the movie or the TV series. And I don't think it's actually coming to the UK one, so it doesn't matter. Dun dun dun. If anyone's not seen what they do, what we do in the shadows, hilarious, absolutely okay. hilarious. It's about, it's about vampires, vampires, and it's just it's so funny. I I will look it up because you know me. Uh, I, lo- I love cheesy vampires. It's literally cheesy vampires. That's the whole thing, and they're just bored. like. Blah. They literally are like blah blah vampire. <laughs> oh, I'm so on board. It's very funny. I should watch that again sometime. If only it was coming to Disney Plus Europe. <laughs> <sighs> well, I think that's everything for the news. Ah, uh, yeah. So, following on from last week's imagination vacation, as Kato uh, eloquently called it, I love it. Um, so last week, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, we dream planned our birthdays. Kate's birthday's in June, my birthday's in September. And we planned and priced up trips to DLP. So we figured we'd finish off DLP and then next week we're going to go to Walt Disney World, which is when it gets real fun because I, I, I don't even know what kind of offsite hotels to look at. Maybe we'll look at some Universal hotels and like add in the cost of Ubering. Maybe that's a thing we'll do. I'll need more than 20 minutes prep time for that one. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> um, so I planned Halloween because Halloween is my favorite season and KP planned Christmas. Yeah. So will I go ahead with Halloween because Halloween's first and then I'll let yeah. you go ahead with I, Christmas? I, I think I went first last week as well. So you, you rock on. Okay, perfect. So I didn't plan for Halloween like the actual day or anything like that. I, I planned this as if if I was to go for the Halloween season, when would I want to go? Because that's oh, more same. realistic. Because I've done DLP at Halloween and I wouldn't do it again. It was fine. It just didn't feel like I got to have Halloween, if that makes any sense. So I've planned for October 11th to October 14th. So the second week of the Halloween season, Monday to a Thursday, because I love a Monday to a Thursday. I said this last week, but still. So. First, I looked up uh, direct with DLP. So these prices for the DLP on-site hotels are including tickets and for two people. So Newport Bay. And again, I only did the basic rooms. I know KP went and had a look at some suites. So we'll come yeah. on to that. Yeah. I'm, in, I'm, I'm intrigued. So Newport Bay for two people, three nights. Okay, cool. Minor technical hitch. We're back. So, the first things that I priced were direct with DLP, two people, (laughs) tickets, we're all good. So, Newport Bay for two adults for three nights was 1,260, which I thought was very, very pricey. Was not, was not keen on that. Um, Hotel Cheyenne was 735 euro, and then Santa Fe was 687 euro. Um... If I had gone later in the Halloween season, Sequoia Lodge would have been reopened, which obviously is well documented that we much prefer Sequoia Lodge, but these dates appeal to me more. So then I went on to booking.com. So all of these prices, again, are for two people, but do not include tickets. So you have to factor that in. So Newport Bay, 836, Cheyenne, 608, 
and Santa Fe 519. So for all of those, you are much better off booking direct with DLP and getting your tickets included. Again, as we mentioned last week, uh, we're, the three offsite hotels that we're looking at for DLP anyways are Relay Spa, the Elise and High Park. All come highly recommended. So we're opting for those. Relay Spa. I actually think the prices of these were all the exact same as they were for when I priced them for my birthday, which I thought was hilarious. So Relay Spa, 449 euro. The Elise, 539. And then High Park was 200 euro. So very similar prices to last week. But again, whilst it is the Halloween season, it is still an off-peak time period. So that'll be why. Um, flights. I looked at the... Ars Krakadon ones and then the late ones. So with Aer Lingus, 616 euro. And then Air France, 129 euro. So not a massive amount in the difference. And then the tickets were the exact same. So direct from DLP is 259 for four days. And it, with attraction tickets direct, it's 243. So I looked up what I thought was the cheapest. I did, I did, I did bad maths. So I assumed that the cheapest would be High Park, which was 200 euro, and then adding on the tickets. And that got me 918 euro um, doing the flights with Aer Lingus. The most expensive is 1518. That's staying at Newport Bay and then getting the Air France flights. However, when I went to add up what I would probably pick, I was like, sure, I would probably go with Santa Fe. Stay on site. Absolutely. And it was actually only 851. So I did bad maths. So Santa Fe is actually the cheapest <laughs> option out of all of them and would yeah. probably would have been the one that I would pick anyways. So Interesting, right? So that's that's the Halloween season. So I picked Christmas. <laughs> Obvs. So I picked the 6th to the 9th of December, which is a Monday to a Thursday because that is like perfect Christmas time. First week of December. So it's definitely Christmas. Everyone's still in school. It's not that expensive to go, really. And you ju- it's just nice times. And you also don't have to go on an icky weekend. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I actually didn't look at all the, like, the special rooms like I did last week. But I will mention the one I told Sinead um, just before we start. Newport Bay has Compass Club Suites which I have never seen before, ever. I have never seen these when I've gone to book stuff. And I was baffled because I would have remembered it because the room is drastically different from a regular Compass uh, Club room. It's like this big, I want to say four poster, but I actually can't remember. But it's this big bed in like this really big room with like lush blue carpets and like this blue like awning thing i'm like holy fuck but before everyone gets too excited it was like four grand for three nights (laughs) including tickets i'm gonna look this Um, up i'm real intrigued and so i was like no because that's the same price as like mid-range disneyland hotel and i still have to walk all the way to the fucking park so i'm sorry never that's also like two weeks at a value in disney world so right (laughs) fuck that no so (laughs) now that that's out of the way uh 6th and 9th of december for christmas for two people uh a newport bay standard room with tickets with disney 1295 
Sequoia Lodge, 1,065. Cheyenne, 696. And Santa Fe, 510 euro. For two people, three nights, four days tickets. Right? I so cheap that when I was looking over my Excel sheet, I was like, I've written that down wrong. That can't be right. And went back and double checked it. <laughs> um, then with High Park, you can get a room for 281 euro. Relay Spa, you can get a room for 407. And then the Elysee and Val Europe, you can get a room for 539. So again, similar-ish to the ones I had last week, but still cheaper. Um, so you can get tickets for 486 from attractions or 518 from Disney, I think it was. Yeah, they were more expensive with Disney, which I thought I might have done that wrong. But anyway, uh, the flights that I chose, which also surprised me. <laughs> so you can fly with Aer Lingus with, they're basically the same times. So 20 to 7, leaving Dublin, arriving at Paris at 25 past 9, and then leaving Paris at 5 to 10 in the evening and arriving at 20 to 11. I noticed that in December they fly earlier than they do in the summer. And I was like, I wonder if that's to do with aviation. Weird. <laughs> like in December, their flights are like 9.50, half nine, 9.40-ish between the two. But in summer, they're like half 10, quarter to 11. So I thought that was interesting. And I was like, much prefer that. So leaving France at 5 to 10 and arriving home at 20 to 11, not bad. And then with Air France, leaving at 6, arriving at 10 to 9, and then leaving France at half 9 and arriving home at 25 past 10. Again, also not bad. Uh, with Air Lingus, it was 282 euro for two people, and Air France was 253 euro for two people. So, you can get to Disneyland Paris for two people, three nights, four days tickets, flights, for as little as 382 euro per person. For, for Christmas. Christmas. That's that's not bad. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm like, do I book it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, my AP first thing in December, who knows? knows? Like, I'm not going to go if it's not safe. Like, I'll know by November. I'm just like, fuck, like, it's not going to be this cheap again. But then I'm also surprised as to why it's so cheap. Because I really thought Disneyland were going to be like one grand, a grand, no matter where you stay. Yeah, do you know what I mean? You would assume. But obviously not. Like, I was baffled. And the thing is, right, so it's 5.10 for a regular room in Santa Fe. Let's argue that you want a room near facilities for an extra 30 quid. Okay. <laughs> Grand. That's fine. I don't mind. That's really um, cheap. Our, the most expensive one is obviously to stay in a Newport Bay room, which is €774 Euro per person. Okay. So literally double the price. Just think of all to the, save you. Think of all the glow teenies you could buy with that extra money. But, but like that's double the price to save you a 15 minute extra walk. Really is what that is. And like that 15 minutes is really if you were like the back arse of the Santa Fe. Santa Fe. Yeah, true actually, yeah. Maybe 10 actually. More, more so 10. From Newport Bay to Santa Fe, 10 minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely wouldn't be any longer. Again, and that's like the back of the Santa Fe. And again... If you're going to Newport Bay, you have to walk all the way down to the right 
And then if your room's in the east wing, you have to walk all the way down to the east wing as well. So by the time you've gotten to your room in Newport Bay, you're probably not that far from Santa Fe. <laughs> Let's be real. Like This is very true, actually. This is very true. And I know um, Sandy has said before, so High Park is... I think you kind of end up going through Newport Bay. And she's oh. like, High Park is basically, if you were staying in one of the back rooms in Santa Fe, it would take you as long to get to the park as it would going from High Park as well. You just go a slightly different way, obviously. Wow. I started watching, so the other day I wanted to watch Disney vlogs. But out of principle, I don't want to watch any Walt Disney World vlogger that's gone during the pandemic um but <laughs> hypocritically maybe i was happy to watch disneyland paris vloggers that went when dlp opened because dlp opened when it was safe and closed when it wasn't fair whereas walt disney world is like <laughs> covid <Woo-hoo>! well <laughs> so- to be fair dlp closed when they were told to close yeah true do you know what i mean like would they have closed of their own volition who knows they were told the difference is the governor in florida is like you better stay the fuck open yeah Yeah, i suppose yeah true but anyway hypocritical or not i was like oh well watch this girl and this girl called sam for god and i've never watched any of her stuff before I just never watched any of her stuff, but I was like, oh, interesting. Like, I, I was interested to see, like, maybe some COVID clips of DLP. And she, really just to point it out, but she went to Newport Bay Grand. She got given this room that was pretty cool. I'd never seen this type of room before. And she said this herself. It was obviously like an end cap room. And it had a bit of a different design because of where it was in the building. And I was like, oh, this is cool. This is a bit of a weird room. How exciting. She was like, I'll just like, when she was booking, she was like, one bed's fine because it's just me, blah, blah, blah. And so she was in the room for 20 minutes. And there was some sort of noise somewhere. Like a, like a machine sort of noise. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you know when like, you've got like a boiler? And a boiler makes a noise. Yeah. Um, and so she immediately rang reception and was like, look, there's this like strange noise in this room. And, you know, the, I don't really like the layout. Like, it's kind of like, it just feels wrong. Is there any chance you have any other rooms? And they basically brought gave her a compass club room. What? Um, and I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> when you think of all the shit we had to go through in Newport Bay. Yeah, yeah the thing, thing is, is, though, she speaks fluent French. Because she's Swiss. She probably also didn't book through Booking.com. That probably also. Um, but I was like, wow, okay. And they gave her a room with two windows. Oh. Yeah, yeah it's, it's actually-, actually a really nice room, to be fair. Like, with the two windows, there's a lot of light. And it looks out onto the lake. And I was like, that's nice. Hmm. I know. No. I remember. I I haven't watched many of her videos. I don't, I don't gel with her. Um, but... I remember seeing a, there was, she did this like vlog where she basically like faked a trip to Disney and it like went viral because people were like, what the fuck are you doing? Like people were like, why, why, why? Oh, she did that thing where she like posts stuff onto her Instagram and pretends she's there. That kind of, that's what you mean. So she like made it look like she'd gone to Disneyland Paris during the pandemic just as like a social experiment experiment to show that like what is posted on social media isn't real life and stuff. And I'm just like, are you like, stop. You have too much time on your hands. She also, one of her favorite rides is Orbitron. Which I think means there's something wrong. 
The little bathtubs. Yeah. The little flying bathtubs. Yeah. Mm. And she's not a fan of Space Mountain. I oh. mean, there's a lot of people that aren't a fan of Space Mountain. I get that. If you don't like Upy Downy Rise. Oh, she no, that I don't Star get. Tours. Wait, why? I don't know. But she was like, oh, I always forget Star Tours exists. Like, I don't like it. <laughs> what? To be fair, our Sam is a bit like that. Yes. I don't think she's ever been on Star Tours. Yeah, now, so. again, with Hyperspace Mountain, I kind of get it. If you are terrified of roller coasters, if you don't like rides that go upside down, I get it. Or if you have motion sickness. Yeah, I was listening yeah, yeah. to an episode. Uh, it, was, uh, it was an episode of Murder Most Irish where they were talking about when they went to Disneyland Paris. And I think it's Sarah Jane has like horrific motion sickness and went on Star Tours. Like she has like god awful motion sickness bad idea she didn't realise it was a simulator <laughs> don't know <laughs> and um, she ended up like in the like Disneyland Paris like hospital that they have oh, on site right. <laughs> it was um, yeah listening to their whole like recap of it was just comical absolutely comical if I can find the specific episode it is I'll leave it in the show notes but it's just oh my god it's so funny Ah. <laughs> uh. I miss Disneyland Paris. So much show that I'm like, fuck, will I book this for December? <laughs> you only have to pay like 10% now, don't you? Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I was like. Ed was like, well, we, what happens if we can't pay? I was like, we might lose our deposit. And he was like, how much is that? And I'm like, I don't know, 30 quid? He's like, well. To be fair, like when I had to move mine, when I cancelled mine, they just gave me the money back. And I know Sam yeah. has just been continuously moving trips. Moving. Yeah, because I was like, also, worst comes to worst, if we mess with them and are like, look, it's unsafe for us to go. I was like, there's prop, there's a high chance that they'll just move it for us. Because, because... yeah. And I know Aer Lingus at the minute are being great and you can just, again, you can Keep just move flights. Chucking them along. <laughs> so yeah, I might have a, I won't have a lie. Of a you have me very tempted. They're just so cheap. And I just like, and like the end of the year, I'm really hopeful that things are going to look a bit brighter just because like, it'll, it'll like, it'll start, like I know vaccines are slow and there's a whole hullabaloo of who gets to own the vaccines and who doesn't, but like, it'll, 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 it's still only February. Jesus Christ, it's February. But like, do you know what I mean? Like things will start chucking along. And like, I'm now seeing Instagram posts of people who have already gotten their second dose and they're like done and dusted. And I'm like, here we go, lads. Let's roll. December. Here we go. Here we come. True. And I'm kind of like, could I at least get one trip in with my annual pass? Is that a thing that I could maybe do? But, but I think, yeah, yeah, so, so I, I just, just think that, like, the important thing is here, everybody, we're not going to go if it's not safe and we're not going to oh, go. Oh, God, if, no. But I'm like, if it is safe, which is a hopeful prospect to have at this point for December, fuck it. <laughs> and especially if there's no, like, there's no serious, like, financial risk. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Like, they're so for us. For us, we're lucky enough to say that these prices are quite low. For us to be able to just like be like, yeah, sure, that's fine, and we we're okay if something does happen and we lose the deposit. But knowing that we don't have to pay the rest until a month before, and knowing fully well with COVID, we'll know a month before if we're going to go or not. It's not going to be like a mm, maybe the situation will change in the next two weeks. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I wonder, just think it's like a, there's enough time to figure it out. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of tempted to ring up the AP line and see what the story is with I don't oh, know how far yes. you I don't know how far you can like book 
Read, read the, the AP line, line and ask them how much Santa Fe is. Because <laughs> it's 510 with tickets, so how much is it without? Yeah, this is true. Because at Booking.com, it's 339. Yeah, and it's usually it's usually in and around the same price, if not maybe a little bit cheaper. So I might... I know Sam was wanting to book Christmas, and I don't know if the person on the phone was just drastically unhelpful, and that's why she didn't, or she couldn't. I, I might I might have an update next week. We'll see. Excellent. Do you know what this is, guys? This is going to be a whole year of us deciding if we're going to get to go to Disneyland Paris in December or not. <laughs> And, and every week we'll have a closer, closer update of, well, this is this, and, and oh, this is that. <laughs> I just, and like, it's well documented, I am not a big Christmas person, but they're like, DLP at Christmas well, you is liked lovely. DLP at Christmas. I did, I loved it. Like, that little weekend when I just crashed your family holiday, I had a great time. And I have more appropriate footwear now, and I could wear my jacket from Sandy. Oh, I'd be so happy. I mean, a denim jacket in December in Paris is probably not the wisest choice, but I'll bring it just, just for photos. I was just about to say, like, I'm I'm building up to asking Sandy for a pair of shoes, and I'm like, we couldn't wear them in DLP in December. <laughs> no, okay, because if you remember, I did that, and I had the most miserable time. Actually, do you know what I remembered from this trip? This is a total tangent, but I remembered from that trip, I remember being so cold because dickhead here had just got my Mickey and Minnie slip-on vans and I was like, I'm going to wear them to DLP in December. And I was fucking frozen because I don't know about everybody else, but like if my feet are cold, my entire, like my entire self is cold. Like I just, I can't, can't get warm. And I remember getting back to the Cheyenne and having a shower and I was like, I'm just going to have a bath as well. I was like, I'm just, I'm just, so cold but and the, <laughs> i was chatting to somebody online about this and um for anyone that doesn't know i've lost a considerable amount of weight in the last two years but this trip was before i'd lost any of the weight and i got stuck in the bath <laughs> for about 20 minutes <laughs> and like had this like inner panic of how long do i sit here before i potentially have to be like kate can you help me <laughs> <laughs> it was so- has <laughs> never told me this <laughs> I totally forgot about it until this week because there's a girl that I follow online that has lost a similar amount of weight to I did and she posted a thing being like non-scale victories and one was like having room in the bath and it just all came flooding back to me like I attempted to get out and like the baths in DLP are meant for children to be fair (laughs) those baths are tiny like they're not made for adults in general so small but like I tried getting out like three times and like full on went into panic mode and I was like oh shit I'm gonna have to get Kate to help me like this this is far further than our friendship ever needed to go (laughs) and then I like psyched myself up for like a good 20 minutes and then I eventually got out of the bath hence how Kate never knew about this (laughs) wow there you go there you go There's, there's, there's a very weird story about me that you never knew it nearly involved you as well. But I mean, to be fair, those, those baths, baths are about five inches oh, no, big. They're very small. They're fucking tiny. <laughs> but the moral of the story is wear warm footwear when you go to TLP in December so you don't get stuck in the bath. Yeah, yeah like to contrast, I brought my Doc Martens and boot socks and thought I was being over dramatic until I got there and was like, these are great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
There you go. Oh man, what a, what a, what a way to end that. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's pretty much everything for this week, guys. If you have bath stories about DLP, please DM us on Instagram. Tell us, have you taken a bath oh, in DLP? Please tell me. If that's ever happened to anyone else, please sympathize with me, for the love of God. I've, I've nearly fallen out of the bath because there was, like, not sufficient handrails to get up. And I couldn't, like, stand oh, up yeah. properly and nearly, like, went... Not good. But again, not, not because I was so tired and I felt so crap I was like yeah I'm just gonna sit in a hot I'm just gonna sit in hot water <laughs> like yeah the thing is I wouldn't constitute this as a bath it wasn't relaxing <laughs> but it was like ah warm water nice <laughs> this'll do yeah uh, so yeah if you want to hit us up on Instagram it's at Mickey Waffles Pod please tell us your embarrassing TLP stories <laughs> that you've apparently told no one else but we'll happily announce on a podcast with at least 80 listeners <laughs> And purely because I have done so and I, I have shared the, the traumatic bath story that I had completely forgotten about until this week, uh, give us a rating on Apple on iTunes and tell tell everybody else how much you enjoyed our tragic bath story. Come on now, lads. We're opening our souls to you. This, next week. this is how little content there is. This is what we're going for. <laughs> Let me tell you about the time I took a bath. <laughs> Deeply traumatic stories. Um, that probably would have scared Kay for life but here we are so um, next week we're going to be imagination vacationing to Walt Disney World for our birthdays I'm intrigued to see what the price is and what way this is going to work because obviously your birthday is very soon in like Walt Disney World time frames yeah if anyone has any suggestions of off-site places to stay in WDW Walt Disney World I will also take partner hotels so like the Swan and Dolphin um that are on site but not necessarily disney hotels or if anyone has ever stayed in like a chalet type thing a thingamabob a chalet like a not a chalet because they're a in villa? france aren't they a villa, a villa. <laughs> the exact same thing just in france they're called chalets <laughs> i'm thinking should we do like we each pick a value a moderate and a deluxe deluxe nice we go value, moderate, deluxe, off-site, universal, and a villa. Boom. But one of each, because that's a lot. So yeah, that's it. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Uh, hope, hope you're doing okay. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Have, have a good week. See you next and week. Have a good bath. Have a good Bye. bath. <laughs>